We're talking with Paul Kroshauer. He's one of our local heroes in the music business. He's a drummer with the band Cousin Cricket. He has a local recording studio here, PSR Recording. But boy, Paul, you have such a history in music. We've got a lot to talk about. So uh, welcome. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Felton. So let's start off first. Of course, you're still drumming for Cousin Cricket, I assume. Yes. Yeah, we uh, do go out and play. We'll be at the uh, Wild Eye Pub coming up here in the beginning of September or somewhere. Okay. Uh, um, and a few other things. Um, yeah, I've been with those guys ever since I was in high school, which was almost 50 years ago. So was that with, I, with Ken and Doug? With Kenny and Doug. Yeah. And the original guy, Michael Shacker, who was the songwriter, frontman, kind of uh, main person at the time, uh, they all were transplants from New York City. And uh, my high school English teacher played piano for them. His name was <laughs> Greg, Greg Wolf. Wow. And so I ended up, uh, I had jammed with Greg at the school a couple of times playing drums while he played piano. And uh, he took me to an audition. They needed a drummer. And, and I worked on and off for them for ever since. You've been touring with bands for years and years and years now. I know you've told me that you used to tour with bands like the Association, Numbers, Steel Breeze out of Sacramento. What was it like? What the Association was a pretty big band. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I was really young. I was probably about maybe twenty-two or three, and of course, everybody was much older than me. I was just a hired gun. Um, What'd you play? What'd you play for them? I played drums. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, I, I had been a music major in college and was studying, uh, music composition and theory. I was studying to be a composer and, you know, uh, I decided to quit and go be a rock star. <laughs> and here we are now living in, in Nevada County and you, you kind of accomplished your dream, your goal when you were in high school, huh? Actually, yes. You know, I really did. I've been all over the world. I've played, you know, from little local bars when i was a teenager i started playing in bars at 16 and then i've ended up playing for crowds of up to like ten thousand. so i definitely got the vibe of what it was like to do that and then you also not only that but i mean i've hired you to be a sound guy at front of how do front of house sound many times and you have your own uh, recording studio as well psr recording talk about that um, yeah, it was uh, a thing where I had been out on tour uh, in the Pacific, and that ended, this would have been mid-80s, and I came into a club here in town called Big Al's, which is where Lefty's Restaurant is. All of that was opened up, and there was a big main room with a stage and a big PA. That whole thing was a rock and roll club believe it or not. And I ended up walking in there with my girlfriend and I knew the owners. They said, oh, hi, Paul. It's great to have you back in town. Blah, blah, blah. You know anyone that would like to do our PA and lighting? Our guy is leaving. And I had a garage full of PA and lighting gear. <laughs> Coincidentally. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that I owned, but I never operated it. I had hired um, somebody else to be my sound and lighting people. 
uh, when I was doing my own band. So at any rate, I said, yeah, I'm unemployed. I've got a whole bunch of equipment. Great, I'll take the job. And that's when I became an engineer all of a sudden. And I've been doing it ever since. It ended up being actually more preferable, especially after I was in my 30s. I wasn't so keen, although I did tour all the way into my 40s, well into my 40s. But during those in-between periods of touring, I worked at studios and uh, originally started working at Paul Emery's place, uh, the Bennett House Studio. A legendary local place. Yeah. Legendary place. Paul had you know, heard me mix live sound, and then some of the people that w- would play at the club would comment on how much they liked the sound, and then I put them all together and became a recording engineer. Then I got lucky enough to work with Ken Allardyce, on and off for different projects. He had he had worked for uh, Roger Hodgson of Supertramp for years, and he really knew the ropes in a studio. Um, he had worked under Jack Joseph Pugue, another well-known name in the industry. And so, and then I did as well. I was like the junior guy. And I started getting into that, and they, and I learned an enormous amount. So um, later on, I got hired at another studio and another, and finally I put my own studio together and started my own little record label called Parasite Records. And that's where the PSR comes in. It's if you do the parasite.com, which was always, and it was spelled P-A-R-A dash S-I-G-H-T, like foresight. This was an underground label that I started with some friends, and uh, it did pretty well, actually. We did well for a while through the 90s, uh, late 80s and into the 90s. And then uh, ended up, uh, the last few things we poured out were three different uh, Shea Dillon CD releases. At this point, I'm kind of resurrecting it again. It's been dormant for years, and now I've opening up a band camp account and all that stuff. We're talking with Paul Kroshauer, local uh, musician and, of course, recordist. And we're talking about PSR recording. How can people get a hold of you? It's just uh, PSRrecording.com. You can go there and there's all the contacts and you can listen to music. And there's a lot of neat stuff in the listening room from things of... Local artists and not so local. There's a live recording of Michael Fronte and Spearhead at Folsom Prison I did years ago for KVMR. Yeah, with Sherry Schnook, I imagine. Yes, yes. That was really quite the event. So things like that. And then uh, there's also a link to uh, Ancient Wave Studios, uh, Saul and Elena's place. I also work out of that uh, venue for people who want that big late 70s studio vibe you know (laughs) and like my place is a little more uh, computer oriented although it's got everything anybody could ever want including a beautiful yamaha piano and things like that that i've acquired over the years and uh, so that's what i'm doing now and uh just finishing up a few mixes here this morning as a matter of fact well, we're talking with Paul Kroshauer. Now, this coming Sunday, we're going to have a, uh, a get-together of uh, friends of Mikhail Graham. You want to speak about Mikhail for a second? 
Oh yeah, that uh, broke my heart. Um, we went back all the way into high school. Um, he was a year older than me, and we had a bass player who was a well-known uh, guitar player, actually, of this town, uh, John Griffin. And he was a phenomenal guitar player, a little older than us. He'd been helping us out. He got a job in a much bigger band and moved on. And that band, for all the old people, is called Absalom. And at any rate, Mick came in to play bass for us. He said, hey, you know, I'll sit in and do this for you. And that's how we uh, ended up meeting, playing together. From that point, we started a band called Jacamar. And we played anywhere and everywhere. Uh, <laughs> And we actually were able to make a little living. We all lived in a band house together. We bought a little Ford Econoline van to drive around in with big giant tires in the back. It was hysterical. And uh, he and I had kept close ties over the years. Definitely uh, a brother, I would say. And so I miss him greatly. And, and I mean, we were working together all the way up until just recently, just a few months ago. So uh, great loss there. What a guy, uh, an amazing human being. Um, the things that he did for the community uh, were, were astounding for all the different causes. Uh, 10, 12 years ago, he threw a fundraiser for me at the Center for the Arts because I had health issues and lost my home and everything was going down the drain. Uh, and uh, he came along and raised a bunch of money and made it so that we could survive for a few months till I got back on my feet. So things like that are insanely special. That's Paul Crosshour talking about Mikhail Graham here on KVMR. Paul, thank you for all your, your time and uh, all the work you've done in our community for all these years. Thanks so much. Um, if you see me around at the Center for the Arts doing shows or anything, Cousin Cricket, come up, say howdy. Love to talk to you. That's Paul Crosshour. Thank you. Thanks, Felton. Bye-bye.